We say hello to the general manager of the Calgary Flames. Brad Tree Living joins us right now on the Atlas Pizza and Sports Bar guest hotline. Hello, Tree. How are we doing today? I'm doing good, Todd. How are you? I'm doing well. And and I guess just um, take us through that, that, I don't know, 48 hours or so after Matt's season comes to an end at Harvard to the Sunday afternoon, Sunday evening, making it official that he's going to sign. What was the, uh, what was the process like for you and, and your group, Brad? Well, um, you know, we've had, we've had a lot of dialogue with Matt throughout the whole year. Um, you know, you know, I, I, I've, I've spoken to Matt, you know, on a regular basis and seen Matt play throughout the year and really, um, from, a, from our development team standpoint, Ray Edwards has really led the charge there. And, you know, he may have, he may have been at, if not all of Matt's games, three quarters of them. So, you know, there, and in quiet moments, you, 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 you have a little bit of a time to kind of outline where you think things, you know, can go at the end of the year. But, you know, we really wanted Matt to focus on his season, his team, you know, they had a really good team. And, um, uh, it's unfortunate with uh, with how it turned out and how it ended for them, but that's you know that's how it goes. Sometimes you got one game, you have a it's it, it's you know you picked a bad night to have a tough night, and uh, and they're out. So you know we had we had kind of already positioned ourselves, um, you know where where we you know and, and let Matt's group know where we were going to be at the end of the year. Um, you know we wanted to give them a little bit of space. Uh, I know everybody gets excited when the season ends, but you know that's the team he's been with the last two years. He's close to that group. You know they they like I said they they expected to go further than they did. So there's lots of emotion for the next 24 hours. Um, initially, I was going to be out there. I I spoke with Matt's representative and and really Matt's dad. And um, you know the initial thought if things didn't go well, um, they didn't want anybody to think that Matt had one foot out the door at that point. Um, so we connected. You know we connected. Friday after the game with myself and Matt's representative, we had, um, you know, a good talk Saturday. And then, uh, and then I spoke with Matt, his family, mom and dad, and, uh, you know, his representatives on Sunday morning. And, uh, and he, you know, he made his final decision. We were able to, you know, get a contract done and, uh, and now he's on his way here and, 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 and we'll, we'll join the team tomorrow. What's that? Uh, what's that conversation with Matt like on the Sunday morning? What uh, is, is it? Excitement? I'm, I'm just curious as to how that conversation plays out and and what the tone was. Was it all business? Was it a lot of excitement? How would you characterize it? From from Matt's side, yeah, or from our side. Well, well I, I guess both. Well, there's yeah. Well, obviously, we're excited about the player. Um, you know, it, with these, with these, Pat, you just you're honest with the player too. It's not all about, um, you know, you're not you're not selling fool's gold here. There's a process to go through. Um, you talk about, you know, you really have to talk about the pros and cons of both sides, and um, and you know where where we envision, where we see him. You know, we're 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 you know we, we know this business, and we know and watching where the player is. Sometimes, you know, we had a conversation last year at the end of the year. It was important for Matt to go back. We felt it developed. So you're you're constantly having that discussion. You know, on Sunday, I think, you know, we I've gotten to know Matt's Matt's parents and Matt's dad quite well. You know, just outlined where we thought things were at, where we saw Matt, uh, how we envisioned not only this spring, but the next 
you know, the summer and the fall playing out, um, you know, just where we see him as a hockey player, the, the again, the, the pros and cons of each situation, um, and answer any questions that they have. I'm sure cer- there's certainly some excitement from Matt's standpoint. There's, there's disappointment, right? You're, like I said, you're, right. you're 24 hours after the, you know, your season ends sort of a lot sooner than you thought. Um, you know, so I think he's a little bit on spin cycle. There's lots to digest, but you know, that's why it's important that you have those regular communications with the, with, with, with their side. So they know, you know, this wasn't a complete surprise that, 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 you know, we, we, we were going to try to contract with Matt at the end of the season. Um, you know, we, we walked through it. We answered questions. We're honest in our, in our approach, um, where we thought, where we saw the player and, and then, you know, you get to work on a contract and, and, uh, you know, that's sort of it. So, you know, this, this time of year is a busy time of year for these types of players. It's in Matt's shoes, right? There's, there's, you know, they're unique, the college players, because, you know, their season ends, they're still, they're, they're all in different categories, whether they're, you know, seniors, whether they're underclassmen, whether, you know, they're leaving early, whether they're coming to the team, whether they go to the American big team. So, um, you know, there's some decisions that have to be made quickly and you just try to, you, you know, you don't, you don't, you can't rush through them and, and, uh, you know, got through yesterday and here we are today. There's, there's kind of the, I'm, I'm curious as to your perspective on this, Brad, the, the kind of perception versus reality side of things, because, you know, the, the Coronado camp all along, it said their intention was to sign with the flames, your, um, your line of thinking and everything that you and, and the organization had told us all along is that you believe Coronado is going to sign with the flames. And yet on the outside, there's the apprehension and the consternation that it's not going to happen, that he's going to go back for a junior year that, you know, the, the, the player might leave and you might have a situation that, you know, different teams, including this group have, have faced before I'm curious your observations on that because I never got the sense talking to either side talking to you talking to the Coronado side that there was ever this was ever in doubt and yet on the outside it felt like maybe it was in doubt in in some circles yeah I, I mean I can't necessarily speak to on the outside Pat I don't pay a lot of attention to it I can get I can understand and then you know hey those people aren't privy to to you know knowledge and the, the communication back and forth. Um, so if there is, if there's, you know, doubt or if there was apprehension on the outside, uh, first of all, they don't have the knowledge. Second of all, I can see it. You know, listen, we, we, we lived in Adam Fox, you know, um, situation. Other teams have gone through it. So, you know, if you've been kicked in the knee, sometimes you, you remember it, right? So I get that part. Um, so I get the apprehension, but if you don't have the knowledge base of saying, okay, we're, you know, and obviously we did a lot of homework on Matt. We like Matt. Um, and, you know, nobody likes to go through those things with the player we mentioned before. Any, you know, nobody's got a bigger scab than myself than having gone through those things. You don't want a history to repeat itself. So you either don't, you know, you, you eliminate drafting a player that may fit in that category or you do your homework. And, and, and we did, obviously, with Matt and and felt very comfortable that everybody was, was, was being truthful. And probably the biggest thing of all this is it, it, it goes to, you know, and, and I've been vocal about it before, and, and, and this probably isn't the platform, but, you know, the rules, the way they're set up, sometimes you have to make, you know, decisions that are not sometimes in the best interest of the player. And, uh, you know, we think Matt's ready to start his pro career. So that's number one. 
But when you have, you know, the NC2A rules the way they are, and it's a CBA rule, um, in order to protect yourself as a club, sometimes you have to go take the player out long before he's ready to be out just so that you're protecting, you know, your rights within the right. player. And that's not the right thing for the player to all of a sudden, you know, throw him in the deep end when he's not ready for the deep end. And uh, so that's, that's, that's probably a discussion for another day. And, um, but I think I've shared my views with you on those, on that, on that subject before. But, you know, in this, in this particular case, you know, I think if everybody's being honest with each other, um, and you have good lines of communication, and we were, you know, we felt very strongly before we selected Matt in 21. We knew where he was going to school. Uh, we knew the history of, of, of you know, <laughs> players going to that school. Um, we we made the decision in believing in, in and had some hard conversations with Matt, real direct conversations with Matt and his people. And 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 to Matt's credit, he lived up to his end of the bargain too. And he. He said all along it'd be an honor to be drafted, and, and that was his intention. At, at when it was right, when we felt and he felt that it was right time is in his development to turn pro, um, and that's what happened. So, so you know, we're thankful that, uh, and there was never a question in my mind that he wouldn't be. Um, yeah, you know, he wouldn't be coming here. Brad Living, Flames general manager, with us. Couple more. Um, how important is it? I, I've got Wes Gilbertson across the table from me. I'm looking at him right now, and I, I read his piece from earlier on Monday and, and the point that you made, the importance of, of tempering expectations, whether it be when Matt makes his NHL debut or what to expect if when he does this season. How, how important is the, the tempering of expectations and, and not putting the, the weight of a playoff chase or, or whatever the case may be on you know a guy with no professional experience on those shoulders? Well, I think it's really important. And now having said that, it's hard. You, it, we know the market we play in. We know the excitement, in them, and it's, there should be excitement around the player. I'm glad people are excited, um, but our our job is to protect the player and 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 help them, um, you know, be successful. Put them in the put him in a, in a in the best op situation to be successful. And you know, coming in and, and and putting a whole bunch of weight on his shoulders and expectations on his shoulders. You know, the reason we brought him here is to get, you know, to go through this process. Um, and expedite things, right? He's, he's around just, just being in an NHL locker room. You know, this is a player that hasn't gone to a rookie camp yet. People have to recognize, you know, the NCAA two players are different. He's, you know, Matt's been to, you know, with he gets drafted in 21. He's coming out of COVID. He's been to one development camp. Um, you know, he hasn't been to, you know, he hasn't been to a rookie camp. He yep. hasn't played in an exhibition. Like, so let's just, let's pump the brakes here and let's let the kid breathe a little bit. And, uh, but we, you know, we thought it was excellent. Let's get him here. Let's get him around the team. It's, it, we talked about meaningful hockey. There's no more meaningful hockey than in the middle of a playoff chase. Um, you know, being around the, being around the players, being in practice. You know, obviously, hopeful to get him in games, and we'll get him in games at some point here. But let's just let him. Let's just let him breathe. He's a 20 year old player, um, and you know, he's two years removed. He's two years removed from the USHL here. Let's just let him. Let's just let him develop here. It's great to be excited, but you know we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna shield him as best we can and let him, you know, take everything in. We think he's got we think he's a terrific talent. And he's got a chance to be a real good player, but um, let's just let that process unveil and uh, like yeah, take care of itself and not let's not let's not let anybody get ahead of ourselves. 
Final thought, Brad, and, and as always, appreciate the time. But just when when you start to project out this player and even looking back to draft day in 2021, what what excited you then? What continues to excite you about the player that, that Matt Coronado projects to be in the organization's eyes? Well, a lot of things, but probably number one, Pat, is, you know, the hardest thing to do in our game is, is shoot it in the net, and, uh, and he does that. And, uh, and there's a skill that's required from it. it there's, there's a, he's got that sense to find open ice. He's got that sense to be, you know, to be in the right spots around the net where people can get him the puck. Um, you know, he's, he's, got a, he's, got a, he's got a deadly release. Like, like that, that part of the game is so valuable. It's so important. It's hard to find those guys that, that, that you know, are one-shot scorers. He is, um, has always been. Now, again, Back to your earlier question, we, it's going to take some time. We don't expect it to happen right away. So he's got that ability, and then he blends it with a real high-level competitiveness. You know, you can't, you can't, you know, our DNA that we like with players, brains and competitiveness, mm-hmm. and he's got both of those. And he's he's smart, he's competitive. Um, you know, and, and his and his ability, his offensive ability is is you know is excellent. So um, it's gonna it's gonna be a process with him, but. You know, to me, those attributes are they're hard to find. And, you know, he was a dominant player. He's drafted in the USHL. He's gone to college hockey. He was one of the best freshmen year last year. Played a lot. What, what, what doesn't get talked about his numbers this year. Like, he played a lot of center this year. Uh, basically played all center this year, to be honest, uh, due to some injuries. And good that he could play it. I think that probably held his, his, his production back a little bit because, you know, that's not really his, you know, carrying it through the neutral zone, you know, sort of defending down low. His, his bread and butter is finding space in the offensive zone um, with people that get him the puck and he can, you know, he can sort of tie up the business end of it. So um, we're excited to get him and, uh, and, and start this next chapter. So that'll start tomorrow. Appreciate the time as always, Tree. Thank you so much for doing this and uh, good luck to the group down the stretch here. Really appreciate the time as always. Hey. Okay. Thanks, Pat.